Welcome back to The Agile Administrator. I'm Julie, Director of Research at Participate. And I'm Allison. I work as an education strategist for Participate. I'm so glad you're here with me again, Allison. I was excited to share with you um, my interview with um, Randall Sampson, who we're talking to today, who runs the Liberty Leadership Development. Oh, yeah. What a great opportunity you had to talk with him. Um, experiences he's had over the years in education and really helping school systems and schools to, to develop um, and grow their teachers' capacity so that in return, we've got great student success. So tell me a little bit about Randall and, and how you got to, to be involved with him and talk with him. Well, this is actually a great story because it's through Twitter, which we constantly are telling our friends and educators about as a great way to build your personalized learning network. And here's an example of that. I was introduced to him by Noah Geisel, who we have interviewed here on the Agile Administrator and who will be returning. Um, And he moderates Bad Chat. And he's been a huge advocate, Noah has, around the use of micro-credentials. But he introduced me to Randall because Randall's a big fan of Participate, mostly because of Twitter and using the evidences from Twitter for PD. So he's been really pushing administrators to accept teacher-driven PD, and he has a lot of great ideas in here about how you work with administrators, again, from a place of empathy. I think we've been hearing this a lot lately, to really sort of understand where the barriers are to trusting your teachers and trying to undo those barriers. Yeah, it was great to hear his ideas and tips. So let's get at it. All right. Hi, this is Julie. I'm so excited to be joined by Dr. Randall Sampson today, founder of Liberty Leadership Development. Hey, Randall, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. I, uh, I'm just glad to be a part of the team and, and give you guys anything that you need. Okay, awesome. Tell us about yourself. Well, I'm originally a teacher. Um, like most folks in our industry, uh, I, I taught uh, for quite some time. And then uh, moved into the administration world. And um, after administration for about seven years, I, I landed a job with a, uh, with a national think tank organization and uh, did that for, for quite a number of years. And, and then I decided just to kind of create my own um, company, Liberty Leadership Development. And I still work with K-12 uh, schools, uh, which is great. And for me, I never lose that touch. So I'm constantly working with um, administrators, uh, teachers, uh, central office staff on uh, rethinking and reshaping K-12 to make it even more vibrant uh, by empowering teachers in their growth. Just back up a little bit. When you were working in schools, what did you teach? Oh, I was a seventh grade um, social studies teacher, and I also taught seventh grade English. Were you working mostly at the school level administration or were you at the district level? Uh, I was working mostly at the school level administration. And then I also uh, worked with some HR uh, components with the hiring and uh, recruitment of staff and recruitment of other administrators. So can you give us a couple of examples or any specifics about how you work with administrators to shift their thinking? Yeah, and and that's that's the big thing, right? And I think that's why we have such a synergy, yourself and I. We have such a great synergy where it definitely has to be uh, professional development that's at the grassroots level with teachers and empowering them. And so I want to work, I work with, with principals and, and, and uh, you know, central office staff on really reshaping and rethinking what professional development could look like. Uh, so the biggest thing that I tell folks is it's about a choice. Uh, give teachers a choice. Uh, let them be empowered with a choice. 
And so then administrators are like, well, great. Okay, I'll create these choices for teachers and they can have them for their PD. And we're like, no, 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 don't do that. That is not a true choice. That is uh, uh, AstroTurf choice is what I call it. Um, so don't, don't give people a choice and say, here you go, here's your choice. You have to empower them to create their own choices. And now it really becomes rich because now they're like, well, wait a minute. If I'm giving teachers choice to create their PD and I'm the leader, what, 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 what am I going to do? Am I mince meat over here on the side? And what they come to figure out is by giving other people choice or giving teachers choice to create professional development that they want, it really creates more power at the admin level and at the central office level because of trust. Teachers are seeing you as trusting them now. And um, with that power, you can get more results. Uh, and, it, and it definitely placates into the classroom now. And that's where the results are really driven. It's in the classroom. Teachers transferring uh, their choice professional development that they created into action steps into the classroom. And they're proud of it. And they'll, you know, they'll run through a wall to make sure that that professional development actually works for kids in the classroom. When you start this conversation with potentially an administrator who has some barriers or has some holdup in their thinking about this or isn't sure they can trust their teachers or isn't sure that teachers are going to choose what they know they need, how do you help them sort of figure that out with the teacher in this process of shifting from this top down to sort of ground up? Yeah, so we use some leadership tools, right? And so that's, that's the big part that we do because um, people often think that professional development is just about developing the teachers. Yeah. But really, it's about that, that admin and that central office person that needs to change their mind as well. So we have to give them the tools to get developed. So one of the things that I do with, with those folks is um, we'll go through a, uh, a K-Tech study is what I call it. Uh, so it's uh, basically K-Tech. Uh, how do we know, trust, empower, connect, and honor the people that we work with? And we use the same acronym for students as well. So now it's uh, top down and all the way across left to right, um, using the same process for students, for teachers, for admin, because the big thing is the trust. How do we build this trust? And then having that tool to do that really allows the uh, team to open up and say, okay, this is how we are going to build a system where we know each other and what our strengths and our weaknesses are. Now, this is how we build a system to where we start trusting each other. Uh, how do we trust our students? How do we trust our staff? How do we trust the admin team? And empowerment. Who's empowered? How do we empower? Um, and then the connection piece. So how do we connect uh, to each other in a system rather than uh, being isolated in silos? And then the big part is the honoring. How do we honor each other for these accomplishments uh, that we all set out to accomplish? And um, is this honoring system going to be public? Is it going to be multiple times a year? Is it going to be at the end of the year? Um, so we work with admin teams on building this concept up. And now they have a systemic approach to it rather than just uh, an ideology. Can you give us some specific examples, like maybe a story about where you saw this sort of work well, um, and where maybe another example of where you're still like facing resistance and, and what you plan to do about that? Yeah, so a, a real uh, specific example would be in um, uh, Delaware City Schools, uh, just north of Columbus, Ohio. Um, and so it's a, it's a small, medium-sized school district in the state of Ohio. Um, 
it's classified as, as rural, suburban rural. Um, and their admin team from central office all the way through the building level um, create uh, professional development options that teachers uh, uh, generate themselves. And they offer it in the summertime. And then so teachers go and they, and they, and they practice these uh, tools that they want to learn about or concepts that they want to learn about and engage in. And whether it's bringing in an expert that can kind of do some of the presentation or the experts are the teachers who have done some of these things throughout the school year. And then the, the key to all of that is um, they find a way to capture, curate, and share uh, the growth experience. Because if you don't capture, curate, and share the growth experience, like my kids always say, Dad, if we don't Snapchat it, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we kind of get teachers to get involved in capturing the growth experience while they're, while they're growing. Don't just wait until the end for the finished product um, to turn it in or to, to, to show people this is the finished product. We want to capture it along the way. And it really changes the mindset because now you're kind of vulnerable because you're going to mess up and that's okay. Um, you're going to stumble and that's okay. But making that public and making it very open to say, hey, I want to do this, but it really turned out to be this. Yeah. That is okay. That's awesome. And so what kind of tools do you see these teachers using for that? Yeah. So with that, we're, we're kind of getting teachers where they are. Um, so it, it's, um, it's kind of backwards for me to go in and say, use uh, only Twitter, right? And a district might say, well, we don't really use Twitter. We don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. um, so we let people have choice. And so we do inventory and say, okay, what tools do you have in your district? What tools do you use as individual teachers? What digital tools? And how can we take those tools and amplify what you're doing? So whether it's Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Pinterest, um, you name it, Snapchat, whatever your school culture is and classroom culture is and individual teacher, uh, whatever tools you use, uh, Google Drive, whatever tools it is that you use, you capture, curate, and share. Uh, the great learning experiences that are happening in your classroom and with your kids in your building. And now we get people so fired up and so amped up that they're ready to go. Oh, Julie, that was great. I love hearing him talk about that trust factor. When you give teachers the, the opportunity to choose what they want to learn, and it really can align to where they feel their needs are. And just as an empowerment that I think school leaders need to be comfortable with giving to teachers because it's just going to develop trust. And with that trust, then you can do so much within a school. And people like Randall, I'm really kind of drawn to in a way that understand how to translate that into bureaucratic change. Mm -hmm. They understand the bureaucratic processes so well that they can help be that translator. Here's how we can work in this system and really do right by teachers and sort of serving both. And it's often very rare to find someone who understands the kind of boring part of innovation. You <laughs> yes, know what I mean? Yes. The changing the systems, the changing the timing, the changing the submissions. And I think uh, that's why I really was drawn to talking to him. And I, I'm glad that came across. Well, I enjoyed listening to it and good job. And we're going to um, have a second part to this series where we're going to talk about the role of micro-credentials because, again, I was introduced to him by Noah Geisel, big advocate for digital badging, open badging, and micro-credentials. So we'll talk to him about, in the next conversation, about the role of micro-credentials when you're shifting to a teacher-driven PD system. Can't wait to hear it. 
The Agile Admin wants to hear from you. We would love to include your stories of successes and challenges. Reach out to us through email at agileadmin at participate.com. A-G-I-L-E-A-D-M-I-N at participate.com or via Twitter using the hashtag AgileAdmin. The Agile Administrator is produced by Caroline Weeks and edited by Aaron Kane. Our theme music was written by David Hill at Trailblazer Studios. The podcast is a production of Participate, a place to learn, create, and collaborate. I'm Julie, and join us next time on The Agile Administrator. Agile Administrator.